Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Well, we've obviously had a little buzz out here and, and, and uh, done a lot of work out here. And the other thing is we have, I have relationships uh, at this place and so do some of our coaches that go back many, many years. And I think a lot of recruiting is really built on that trust and relationship part. So we kind of wanted to follow through on, on what, what we kind of got started here and what we intended to do from the start. The difference is the brand of Nebraska versus the brand of Oregon State. And yeah, I'm sure the going rivals in Oregon State people will kill me. But the brand is a, a different brand. Nebraska, Oregon State. Calabasas, you know, the three or four guys that have committed or in the mix of scholarships at Nebraska, I can't truly believe that those kids would have been interested in Coach Riley in Oregon State had they just wouldn't but this is Nebraska, it's the Big Ten, it's Ohio State, it's, it's Michigan, Michigan State. That's, that says a lot. And here we are, another edition of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus, we are back off the road for just a day before we go back on the road out to Atlanta. But that was from Los Angeles, as you just heard from Keyshawn Johnson Sr. and head coach Mike Riley at Nebraska's Calabasas Satellite Camp as uh, we were out there covering the event for Husker Online. And uh, you look at events, Nate, as um, you heard Coach Riley kind of start the show off. That was about as good of a camp as far as turnout and quality of players, key targets, as Nebraska could have had anywhere in America. There's no question about it. When you look at 160 kids that, that came out to the camp, but out of that 160, you had at least 10 five- to four-star kids that Nebraska was already in on, and then several others that uh, that are kind of right in the mix there, maybe on the verge of getting offers. Um, I mean, tremendous camp from, from top to bottom. I don't know of any of the satellite camps last year that took place that had uh, as many high-quality, highly-touted players there. And, of course, you had two commitments. And Keyshawn Jr. and Tristan Jebbia already in the boat there. But um, to be able to work with a number of your top targets and have that much interaction with them, be able to coach them up like that at that camp, you couldn't ask for a whole lot more. And it was a Sunday morning camp. It went from 11 to 1 o'clock local time in California. So it was an opportunity for Nebraska's coaches to have some real quality time with some key targets. And obviously we know about Keyshawn Johnson Jr. and Tristan Jebbia and Darnay Holmes, uh, the, the Calabasas crew. Um, but I think it was that interaction uh, and time spent with some of these other key guys that were there. Uh, let's first start with Tajon Lindsay, Nate, and, and, and kind of how things went with him out there. Yeah, Tajon Lindsay, um, you know, as a kid, I think who you know kind of like Nebraska was hearing an awful lot about Nebraska this past spring but wasn't super into into them until he made it to the the spring game and and that's when his interest really got ramped up in in the Huskers and for him to be able to go out to that satellite camp and and spend a you know two or three hours working with Keith Williams um and, and getting to know him even better I think was huge for the Huskers because right now I'd say that it's probably Ohio State and Nebraska for him he's come out and said he's going to commit on August 22nd has a list 
list of, of nine schools that are all right in the mix. But from hearing him talk, from the things that he said at the camp, um, in terms of his relationship with Keith Williams, I think that uh, that becomes the X factor there because he said he's beyond the the information gathering in the, the getting to know you stage with Keith Williams. And he feels like uh, Coach Williams is part of his family. And um, when he looks at the way that, that Coach Williams coaches and his resume, I, I think that resonates with uh, Tyjon Lindsay as he wants to be a kid um, or wants to be a guy that to be able to go on to that next level and, and have a lot of success after college. You know, as we talk about camps here, Sean Callahan and Nate Klaus is Nebraska coaching staff on the road. And Nate, I don't know if there's ever been a, a busier month of camps in the history of Nebraska. You, you look at California this week, St. Louis the week before. Uh, they're going to be in Detroit for Sound Mind, Sound Body this uh, later on at the end of this week, and then three Friday Night Light camps, a big man camp, uh, three Big Red weekends. I mean, is is this going to be one of the busiest Junes you can remember around Nebraska football? There's no question about it. I, I think that it is uh, going to be the biggest uh, month of June in terms of camps. They've also been at a Sound Mind, Sound Body camp in Atlanta. They've been at a Polynesian camp in California. They're also going to another all-poly camp in Utah later on here. Uh, I know that they're going to another camp in Houston where they're having a couple uh, staff members are going to be down there, and I believe uh, one in Dallas as well. So, And there's probably a handful of others that, we're, that we don't know about yet that are still in the works. So, and it could be just one coach there, right? Yeah, and it could be just one coach. I know, for instance, the Atlanta Sound Mind, Sound Body camp, it was a couple of GAs and uh, I think a recruiting staff member that were down there, not the entire staff, but that Calabasas camp was the biggest one in terms of having the entire staff there and recruiting staff and a handful of GAs and everything out there, which was uh, hugely important. Um, you know, when you look at the type of players that they're going after, the types of kids that came out to that camp. But from top to bottom, from the satellite camps to the Big Red Weekends of Friday Night Lights, uh, there's, there has never been a busier month for the, uh, in June that we've seen this year. Well, let's talk about some of the guys that were committed. I mean, what did you think, Nate, of Tristan Jebbia? I know you've seen him throw the ball many times, and Keyshawn Johnson Jr. you've seen play uh, a few times. But just seeing them again um, – almost a year later, uh, how much better have these guys gotten and, and what were your impressions of them at the camp? Well, I'll start with Tristan Jebbia. They've, uh, he continues to develop. I, I think he uh, has really taken leaps in, in the mental part of the game. And, uh, you know, obviously we knew, we knew about his strong arm. We saw that last fall. We saw that at the camp last summer that he had a strong arm. And, uh, and that's no different now. He's got a cannon for an arm, but also shows good touch on a lot of his passes. But the thing that I really liked to see out of Tristan was how he, how he operates both on the field and off the field. And he was completely dialed in. He's a, He's a great competitor while he was on the field, um, but he's also a leader out there, kind of a field general. And then off the field, he, he's a very confident kid, but also, again, he, he's a leader. He, he carries himself like a quarterback and like you want your quarterback to carry himself. And I uh, like the way that he was interacting with other kids out there. And, and um, I just think he's one of those guys that, that players gravitate towards, and that's what you want to see out of a quarterback, out, uh, aside from having the, the skill set to, to operate in this offense. And, and I think you can say, a lot of the same things out of Keyshawn Johnson Jr. I, I know, uh, you know, athletically he was slowed down a little bit with an ankle injury, but um, again, he's got probably one of the best sets of hands on, on the West Coast. The, the kid catches everything. Even if it's a bad pass, he, he somehow manages to come down with a ball almost every time, and, uh, and he made some spectacular catches, uh, you know, this past Sunday at the camp. Uh, I think going forward, you'd like to see him, you know, be able to, to improve on that top end speed and be able to get a little bit more separation. But 
but uh, he he is a tremendous route runner. He's a technician with great hands, and uh, he's he's going to find a way to bring that ball in and, and get open. So um, you know, both those guys, I, I think you have to like everything they bring to the table and are the total package. And and they are a major reason why there's such a buzz out in California with this recruiting class. You know, the dynamic of this high school football in California, it's so different than what we're used to in Nebraska. Uh, I think when I think of a state like California, I expect just crazy numbers of kids going out for football, but that's not the case. But what I did notice, Nate, out there at the camp is just the quality of kid is just so much better. And not only that, just the development of these kids and the amount of things they do to get themselves at a high level. Um, it's really unlike any other place in the country. It really is. These kids are are going through football and doing something football related uh, almost every day of the year, and whether it's working out with their own team and lifting in the mornings and doing workouts in the afternoons, uh, or if it's working out on the, the seven on seven circuit, uh, which are um, I mean, those those things are very, very serious. It's not just a kind of a half hearted, um, you know, seven on seven workout. These these are very, very intense, um, you know, competitions and tournaments that go on. Uh, and they, they take an awful lot of practicing to, to kind of all get on the same page. And then uh, a lot of these guys are working out with personal trainers, quarterback gurus. I mean, um, there's there's no there's no limit to, to all the different things that are offered out there. And, and these kids uh, take plate or take a part in all these things virtually year round. So uh, the the kids that do go out for football, they take it very seriously, and uh, and they're very well prepared to make that transition to the next level. All right, we have a full show on tap here. Much more from the Nebraska Los Angeles camp. We talked with Darnay Holmes, Keyshawn Johnson Jr., Tristan Jebbia. Uh, We'll have some more from Angus McClure, a former Nebraska assistant that's now at UCLA. His son was at the camp, and we had a great interview with him. We'll have all of that in this show, and we'll have much more from Nate, including some recruiting scoop that came out of Calabasas, along with much more in the world of recruiting as Nebraska is in camp season full swing. But next, we will talk with Keyshawn Johnson Jr. here on the Husker Online Show. You're listening to HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online show. We're in the Los Angeles area at Nebraska's satellite camp. Sean Callahan and now Nate Klaus. And we're pleased to be joined by Keyshawn Johnson Jr. As things are ready to get kicked off. And I told this to Tristan, we came to you. You know, you guys didn't come. You've come to Nebraska so much in the last year. Uh, you brought Nebraska uh, out to California here for this event. Yeah, uh, that's exciting. You know, uh, to have all these people out here, you know, the coaching staff, you know, the people that I see in Nebraska all the time, it's pretty cool. Well, a little bit of a different situation with the fire and everything that took place. I mean, uh, what was that like yesterday when that was unfolding and, and now that the camps here at Oak Park, do you think the same amount of people will, will turn out today? Yeah, I think the, the same amount of people will turn out because, you know, uh, prior, like at five in the morning, everyone was saying, you know, it's switched to Oak Park, but uh, it was pretty hectic, you know, um, I think it was like, I think it's still going on actually. It's been like about 24 hours of just fire and smoke and it's debris everywhere. And it's, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. Sean Callahan and Nate Klaus here on the Husker Online Show. We're joined by Keyshawn Johnson Jr. at Nebraska's satellite camp in Los Angeles. What are you looking forward to the most though with the Husker coaches being here? Um, you weren't at the camp last year in Santa Monica. So this is the first time um, other than the Friday Night Lights camp last year, you've been able to really get a chance to, to maybe work out in this capacity uh, with some of your future coaches. Uh, well, when I worked out, like you said, with the Friday Night Lights camp, I felt I got a really good experience um, with the coaching staff. So, I mean, just the same thing in general, um, working with Coach Keith and 
uh, all that, uh, getting the footwork and, you know, just the wideouts, uh, you know, just, just wideouts stuff uh, going on. Uh, I'm excited. Now, I know Coach Williams is always one to uh, to give feedback. What What's his feedback to you? What's he want to see you really work on going forward? Uh, just getting out of my uh, breaks a little faster, you know, once I uh, get off the ball really quick, uh, quicker and just, you know, uh, getting my routes better. What, what is it about Coach Williams, though? I mean, you look at what he brings. He just kind of has a swagger and it factor. And your dad obviously knows the wide receiver position and coaches better than anybody. I mean, what do you guys talk about him that kind of makes him – who he is and, and uh, the coach, the reputation he's developed here in a short time. Just he really knows what he's talking about. Um, this is like the first time he's been like a, kind of like on a big stage. You know, Nebraska's a big name. So, you know, now that he's coaching there, like people are starting to realize that he's one of the best wide receiver coaches um, in the nation. And, uh, you know, everything he's really said to me really worked um, on the field. So just everything in general. So I know uh, I know you tweaked your ankle. What's, uh, what's the update on that? How are you feeling? Uh, it's still iffy but I mean I'm, I'm gonna work out with it regardless yeah give us a we're joined by Keyshawn Johnson Jr. here on the Husker Online Show give us an idea what your summer schedule is going to look like you're committed to Nebraska um, you obviously don't need to do any camps or other things I mean are you just gonna train now for Calabasas or are you gonna maybe do some other things out there as well uh, just work out with my team um, pretty much go in the weight room and then you know uh, be with the pro way which is uh, Derek Holmes you know seven on seven thing where we work out and stuff like that so that's pretty much all we're doing, or all I'm doing. Okay, now the next big thing coming up is probably the Oregon game. I know there's going to be a ton of official visitors from California. Pretty much the entire state of California, I think, is heading out. Yeah, basically uh, everyone with the Nebraska offer uh, wants to really go to the Oregon game from California. Um, you know, Oregon's, you know, a big place in California as well. You know, people from California go there all the time. And now that uh, Calabras is kind of like a movement now, they want to see – what it's all about and you know that's what's a better place than versus Oregon. Now we pretty much know it's not going to be a night game they don't know yet but if it's like an 11 or 2:30 Nebraska time game are you guys looking at maybe doing a red eye to get to Lincoln or still be the to, to be determined? Now that's basically what we'd have to do uh, we'd have to you know play our game uh, win obviously and then go on the the plane get a red eye and just go there yeah. And who do you guys have that night do you know? Week three, uh, it's either Pacifica or West Adams. I'm not sure. We're joined by Keyshawn Johnson Jr. here on the Husker Online Show. What has Coach Riley said to you? You had a chance to visit with him here uh, since you've been at the camp. I mean, uh, what's he excited about kind of seeing all you guys out here, and, and what are you looking forward to kind of showing him here today? I just said hi to him. Uh, I didn't really talk to him right now, but uh, when I do talk to him, he just says, like, he's happy that I'm committed there, and, you know, he can't wait for me to go up there. And it's the same thing with me. I concur with him. Um, I'm just excited, you know, to – be a Cornhusker. Sean Callahan and uh, Nate Klaus as we're joined by Keyshawn Johnson Jr. You know now that you've been committed for a few months in Nebraska what is the, the question that you get asked the most like I'm sure I mean it's like a foreign land to people out here yeah. in California so I mean, what are the random things that people ask you about being a Husker and being uh, a future guy that's going to live in Lincoln? Just a simple question is why <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know uh, the simple answer I give them is just it's a family atmosphere you know um, like I said, with Coach Riley, like he coached my dad, so I feel like um, he's going to do right with me. And then um, Coach Williams is kind of like my second father, you know, um, when in terms of the receiver uh, position, you know, he, he talks just like my dad. He says the same thing my dad says, and it all works. So, I mean, just, just the family atmosphere in general. Darnay Holmes making a cameo in the uh, Husker Online podcast interview. What do you got to say, Darnay? 
Uh, today's going to be a great camp. You know, Keyshawn's going to put on a show for his Calabasas crew. <laughs> and Tristan's going to throw some nice dimes out here. And uh, it's a lot of competition out here. Nas, Marcus, a few friends of mine is going to be out here. Should get offers today if they do their thing. Now, uh, are you uh, sitting this one out, or what? what's your status? Yeah, I'm about to leave in like 45 minutes. I got to study for finals, you know, something Keyshawn don't do. Man. <laughs> you got to give Coach Williams or uh, Coach Stewart a little bit of a workout, or are you just here to watch? Yeah, I can't give them a workout because I'm about to leave by the time they start warming up. So if I don't have finals, I'd definitely be out here. It's not one of those things that I don't want to come compete. It's just that uh, school is coming first today. Now give us an idea. We're standing right next to Keyshawn. What kind of hard sell is he trying to get you to join him in Lincoln? Uh... He's selling that, look what we did last year in a matter of six months. So we won a championship, but now we're stationing a state championship. So he, uh, that chemistry I have with him and Tristan is just a chemistry that I have that nobody else has in this world, in my opinion. We just do great things on the field, and we're uh, unstoppable. What's it going to take to get Darnay Holmes to Lincoln, Keyshawn? Uh, that's up to him, man. You know, <laughs> I, I, I tell him all the time, you know, um, just get back to what we were doing last year, you know, into college. But I know that's up to him. Um, now I would love for him to, you know, be a Cornhusker, but like I said, it's up to him. Now how crazy it is it that you guys are here today, but Markel is leaving yeah. for Nebraska today. Yeah, that's yeah. surreal to me. You know, he was my he was my uh my brother, you know, my classmate for the past year now and just to see that he's going where I'm going is pretty cool. This is a uh feeling that that's great deep down inside, but that's pretty weakening at heart because he's a great guy to me, a, a close friend and brother, but know that he's going to chase his dream right now. Uh, tired to be a three-year-out guy and chase his whole family life is one of those things I'm uh, proud of him for. As we wrap things up with Keyshawn Johnson Jr., Jr. and Darnay Holmes, Darnay, give us an idea of your schedule as far as maybe what schools you're going to visit over the summer and, and during the fall. Uh, right now, my dad and I are supposed to sit down over the next few weeks to talk about the school I'm going to visit. But the only thing I'm working out on, uh, focusing on and working out on is the uh, opening camp, which is coming up uh, July 7th. Other than that, I'm just trying to finish uh, school right. But uh, my, I'm taking an official visit to Nebraska, as everyone knows. We don't know what game yet now, most likely Oregon, but we're not for sure yet. Cause we try to take our SATs and all that stuff to come up pretty much early if we want. But uh, if that's the plan, we might come up early for first game. All right, well, guys, it was great seeing you out here in Southern California. I told Keyshawn we finally came to you for once. You guys have come to Nebraska several times in the last year. Darnay Holmes, Keyshawn Johnson, Jr., thanks for taking some time with us today. Appreciate it. You're welcome. And we have more here from the Nebraska Satellite Camp in Los Angeles. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. You're listening to HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan here in the Los Angeles area at Nebraska Satellite Camp. Now we're pleased to be joined by Nebraska's 2017 quarterback commit, Tristan Jevia. We're on your home turf. You bought, you brought Nebraska to you here for once, as you've been in Nebraska so many times. Yeah. How excited are you for this opportunity with um, the Husker coaches here, a lot of the Nebraska media here, right. uh, to kind of showcase your skills? Uh, you know, I'm just going to come out here and do my thing and just work hard, you know, try to impress Coach Riley and Coach Langsdorf like I've done in the past, I guess, because, um, you know, I just want to keep improving my game and, uh, you know, gradually get better until I get up there and then, you know, really take off from there. Give us an idea. What's the buildup been like for this camp um, within your community and guys you know? Because there are a lot of satellite camps here, but, you know, not very many have the entire staffs like Nebraska's doing here at this event. Well, I mean, I just think that Calabasas is a pretty centralized place where, you know, you get guys from the city, you get guys from the rural areas of the state, and then, um, 
you know, everybody's, it pretty much is a middle ground for everybody. So to get a bunch of talent out here and then have a great staff like uh, the one we have uh, to come out here and, you know, really just be able to talk to the guys and show who they are. And I think they, they speak volumes because they're, I mean, they're great coaches and they're great people. We're joined by Tristan Jebbia here on the Husker Online Show as we are at the Calabasas, Nebraska Satellite Camp here in Southern California. And we had to move the camp, though. It's not actually in Calabasas. Uh, give us an idea of what's going on in, in your hometown. As the we have, Like you mentioned, we have tornadoes in Nebraska. You guys have wildfires in California. I mean, it hasn't, you know, luckily we haven't had a whole bunch of wildfires lately. I mean, there was one when I was growing up that was really bad and hopefully it doesn't get to that level. Um, you know, I luckily my house is on the other side of the freeway, so I'm about 10 miles from the fire, but the smoke is still at my house. I mean, we're going to do just fine. Uh, we got really great fire, you know, department out here that knows how to deal with that stuff. And uh, I think the last time I checked, it was like 35% contained. Um, but, you know, they're also really tricky because the embers fly up and then we have a lot of, you know, um, brush and, you know, dead grass and stuff. So it's tough to contain sometimes. When you look at the talent here today at this camp, I mean, give us an idea of the talent level and some of the guys that we're going to see out here today at the event. I mean, honestly, you, you're going to see really top-level guys. Um, I'm hoping Joseph Lewis comes out. He said he might come out. And then hopefully Wyatt Davis or, uh, you know, what's um, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, uh, Chuck Falaga comes out. But um, those are linemen. But Jameer Calvin's here today. Jameer Calvin's a stud. Um, there's a lot of guys out here that don't have a Nebraska offer that are coming out here hungry to get it, and they're they're, they're great ball players too. So, um, you know, I'm really excited to get after it. We're talking to Tristan Jevia here as we're getting ready for Nebraska Satellite Camp in Southern California. What is the question you get asked the most about Nebraska? And you've been a Husker commit now for a few months. I mean, what do people like? You get why or I mean, what 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 is the most random thing people ask you about Nebraska? I mean, I just think that everybody thinks it's all cornfields, you know, but Lincoln's, Lincoln's a nice city. I always tell everybody that because, you know, there's stereotypes to everything. And, uh, you know, I think that people just need to understand that it's not, everything's not what it seems. And, I mean, there's, there's no place like Nebraska, so. Now, Nate was telling me this, Nate Klaus, that mm -hmm. your, your, your dad even has some business connections in, in Nebraska as well. Right. Well, I mean, I think he has a, he's got an office out there. My family's uh, company has an office out there. So, um, you know, one of my uncles lives out there. And, you know, so I know a little bit about Nebraska beforehand. So so he's got an office to, to hang out at while you're playing football here in Lincoln. Exactly. exactly. He gets to do some work and then come watch the games, I guess. We're talking with Tristan Jebby here as we're getting ready for the satellite camp. Um, you know, your, your teammate Darnay Holmes is another guy everyone asks about. I mean, he's a household name around the state of Nebraska. Right. What do you get the sense? I mean, is he a guy you think that will drag this out and, and really go through the process? Or are you, I mean, does he ask you guys a lot about Nebraska? I mean, where are things at with him and his recruitment? Well, I mean, you know, we're friends with Darnay first and, first and foremost, so we're going to support him wherever he goes. Um, you know, obviously we'd love him to come to Nebraska, but uh, he's really going to take his time because he knows this decision is a lifetime decision, not only a, not just a, a four-year decision or a six-month decision because he's not one of those guys that wants to commit and decommit. So uh, he said he's going to take his visits and, uh, you know, he's going to figure it out. He's, he's in no rush, and uh, we're perfectly fine with that. Now, will he be at the Oregon game too? Uh, he's going to be at one of the games for sure. I just don't know. I don't know if we're going to be able to get up to the Oregon game now because I heard it's an afternoon game and we play that night. So On Saturday night? Yeah, we play on Friday night. Oh, Friday, Friday night. So you'd have, you'd have to take the red eye. Uh, yeah, right. we'd pretty much have to just take our pads off and get on the plane. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, looking at the visitor list, a lot of California guys were planning on coming to the Oregon game, but if it's a 11 a.m. or even a 2.30 game, it's going to be pretty difficult. Yeah, I mean, and our bye week is not on a home game this year. So, um, you know, we're going to have to come 
uh, in the morning and hopefully just get there for a night game. We've been talking about possibly just the Fresno State game, but uh, we'll see how it goes. You got to hop a jet, get a private jet, right? Um, you got to know somebody in Calabasas with the jet. I mean, I'm not really going to hit up Drake, but, <laughs> you know, yeah. Sean Callahan, as we wrap things up uh, with Tristan Jevia here at the Nebraska Satellite Camp. Coach Riley, Coach Langsdorf here in the house. What are you looking forward to, to, to today? You worked out with them a year ago, um, and that was a great camp in Santa Monica. Right. Now you are a Husker. So, I mean, today I think it's going to be a little bit different for you, isn't it? Well, I mean, I just want to get out here and, you know, show them that I'm, you know, I'm really willing to work hard and just learn anything they have to teach me because uh, those are the guys that know what they're talking about, and I just want to be, you know, better at my craft. What do they tell you to work on right now? Um, well, I mean, they just, they just, they've said, you know, my footwork, I've asked Coach Langsdorf, he just said, you know, work on your footwork, you know, try the drops that we do because, I mean, they do a different drop, but, um, you know, I'm just going to get out here and uh, do my best at those. It might be a little awkward, but uh, I'm just going to do my best with uh, what they tell me to do. I mean, you, you look at your frame, you obviously have, you can gain weight. Right. I mean, do you have a plan? I mean, how, how do you kind of approach that? Because obviously when you get to college, you're going to gain weight. Right. Um, but like right now, going into your senior year, right. um, are, is that something you're worried about? Or are you just going to worry about that when you get to Nebraska? Um, no, I'm not really exactly worried about it right now. I'm just trying to get my mental and uh, my physical game right. And, um, you know, I really think that the weight's going to come because my dad's a big guy. My whole family's always been big. Um, so... Um, I think it's just a matter of time before I put on the weight, and I'm very wiry. I mean, I'm pretty strong for my frame, so um, I've never really had a problem with injuries, knock on wood, and um, you know, I'm not really worried about that until I, and then when I get to a great lifting program like Nebraska, I'm sure they're going to put the weight on me because that's what those guys get paid to do, and uh, they're great at what they do. So. Well, Tristan, uh, it's great catching up with you out here in California. We're looking forward to seeing you at the satellite camp as this kind of sets the stage here for the summer. Yeah, sounds great. More from the Nebraska Satellite Camp next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. This is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show at the Nebraska Satellite Camp here in Los Angeles. Sean Callahan now pleased to be joined by a longtime old friend, and you'll be surprised who this guest is. We're joined by the defensive line coach of UCLA, Angus McClure, but formerly a Nebraska coach at one time in his career. First of all, what is a UCLA guy doing at the Nebraska camp? Well, I'm a dad today. Uh, my son is a going to be a junior quarterback at Crespi High School, which is one of the bigger Catholic schools here in Los Angeles area. So I'm here being a dad, and, and it was great to, to catch up with some of my friends that are on the coaching staff here. And, and of course, see you, so we could talk Giants-Dodgers. And You're in first class. place, by the way. We're feeling pretty good, pretty good. We had a tough one yesterday, but St. Louis is a good team. But, um, yeah, glad to be here, and, and I'm just glad to see – and DVD did an unbelievable job of moving this camp from Calabasas, which we all know there's a huge fire surrounding it now, and and being able to move it over here to Oak Park. It's, it was good to see. Now, you were at Nebraska for two or three seasons? Two seasons. You know, and, and you look back at that, you were a graduate assistant, uh, but it still had a big impact on your career, your life, because you, you still come back to Nebraska quite a bit. You know, we had a great time in Nebraska. We enjoyed our experience there. Uh, we came in at a unique time. Uh, under Coach Callahan's staff, we, we made a lot of changes, uh, not only, you know, schematically, but, you know, we, we added some things culturally, and, and it was, at first, it was a rough go of it, and uh, I learned a lot from that experience in installing the West Coast offense and, and working with those type of athletes, and, and uh, you know, continued on the 2005, which we had a very good year, but the thing, you know, I like most about Nebraska is, is just the people and the fans. And for me to be away from Nebraska this long and to have 
some great friends in Nebraska, great friends in Lincoln. Uh, it keeps us coming back. We come back just about every 4th of July or, or the 4th of July week and really experience uh, Lincoln USA. Sean Callahan here with Angus McClure, the defensive line coach at UCLA, uh, joining us here at Nebraska Satellite Camp on the Husker Online Show. And you, you go back to that 2005 season, when you think about that bowl win over Michigan, I think of the talent that Michigan team had. I mean, for you as a coaching staff, was that one of the more rewarding wins you were a part of? When you look at that, that Michigan team, clearly on paper, was one of the better teams Nebraska played that year. It was, and we were clearly, we were under underdogs going into that game. And I just remember our mentality just heading down to San Antonio as a team and just the, the, um, the attitudes our players had in preparing for Michigan. And our players, we really, you know, a lot of times you go to a bowl game, there's a lot of fun going on, a lot of events, and, and you get practice in and stuff. But we really went in with a mindset that we were going to beat Michigan and we were going to grind and do whatever it took. And, and that's what I remember about that experience. And, and certainly we came out and played a heck of a game and beat a really good Michigan team. You know, when you look at Bill Callahan, his tenure doesn't get a lot of respect at Nebraska, but I think I still think he did a lot of things that that Nebraska's doing now. He's helped. I think he changed the way they recruited. Uh, he, he brought visitors in during regular season games, which something Nebraska didn't do a lot of. I mean, you think about that time there. Yeah, they didn't win at the end, but he was a lot closer to getting it done there than I think people really want to give him credit for. You know, it, it, I think things were getting close while he was there. I think he implemented a lot of new ideas to Nebraska changed a lot of things they've done in the past, uh, sometimes uh, good, sometimes bad. But uh, the recruiting was, I thought, incredible. We were extremely organized. Um, we went, I mean, 100% national, but we really focused on the coastal states and Texas. And I'm telling you, if you look back on that staff, we, you had a heck of a recruiting class. I mean, everybody on it was a recruiter. Uh, even myself as a grad assistant at that time, I was in charge of the, the California J JCs because GAs could do that at that time. And we hit it hard and we were very thorough. We made great evaluations. We saw the kids in person. And I think like you talked about, we really encouraged the guys. Our objective was to get them in during the season to once again, uh, really experienced Nebraska and the game day experience because it's a special place, no question. You know, that 2005 class had 31 guys in it, and it was ranked fifth in the country on the rivals' rankings, which in the modern recruiting rankings era, Nebraska's never had a class that's even touched the top ten like that. And what do you – I mean, you look at that class now, it had Zach Taylor, Big 12 Player of the Year, and Dominican Sue, National Defensive Player soccer of the Year. Soccer player, I'll say that. We watched a lot of soccer film on him. Zach Bowman, Marlon Lucky, yeah. Philip Dillard. I mean, th there were some big-time guys when you go back and yeah, Marlon, uh, Marlon, it came down to us and USC. We, and that we was when Carroll was winning every battle. We, yeah, we were fighting Pete Carroll over him, which obviously helped me in my experience at UCLA fighting with USC. But um, that was quite a class. I mean, and I think when you look back on that, I think we did a really good job of identifying players early. We really scoured and identified and, and really looked at sophomore film on kids because we really wanted to get ahead with kids in recruiting and our philosophy was, and, and it's the same thing everywhere I've coached is you want to get the kids early to your campus. 
And uh, that's what I learned at Nebraska. Former Nebraska assistant Angus McClure, now UCLA assistant in his 10th season in Pasadena, joining us here on the Husker online show. And I think what's unique now about your career, Coach, is you've survived three staff changes at a Power 5 program, a high-profile place. You've worked with Carl Durrell, Rick Neuheisel, and now Jim Mora, Jr. I mean, you are if – if I'm going in the bunker, I'm taking Angus McClure because <laughs> I know I'm coming out of that thing alive because you know how to survive. Well, I mean, I'm just fortunate enough to, to be at a school like UCLA and and um, live here in California, which is I'm originally from California. Um, but I just keep my head down and work as hard as I can, and, and I don't give up, and, and uh, I'm adaptable. You know, I've coached uh, in my time at UCLA uh, offense, a special teams coordinator. I've been recruiting coordinator for this will be my 10th year, and now I coach defense, and I think – any coach that's hardworking, adaptable, and can communicate has a great chance for success, and certainly recruiting helps too. Now you guys played Nebraska in the bowl game, and obviously it didn't go. I don't guys, know why you brought that up. It didn't go your guys' way. I'm two and three versus Nebraska. You didn't bring up the other two wins. Yeah, two and two and one, right? <laughs> or excuse me, two and one, yes. But the, the yeah. bowl game most recently, go to Coach Riley's team. I mean, what what I guess stood out to you about what they did that day? Because it was maybe the best game they played all season against you guys. You know, I thought Armstrong did a great job of controlling the ball. They did a nice job of play action pass. Uh, they did a really good job of having him use his legs. I thought that really hurt us. And they got heavy with personnel um, and got after us. I mean, they really attacked uh, our outside linebackers. Uh, they got into, you know, 11 personnel, some 12 personnel. Did some shifting, and, and that third quarter really hurt us. That's I mean, if you look at that, that was the, the key to the game for Nebraska. But I, I, they did a nice job in, in, in studying Nebraska last year, going into the bowl game. I saw them get better and better and better. And I'm telling you, they played in some games. Obviously, we all know they should have won. And, and I think, uh, I think uh, they're going to have much better luck in the coming years. Yeah, when you see the record at 5-7 and seven and you're an 18, 19, 20-year-old kid, it's sometimes hard to show them respect. But as a coaching staff, did you guys think they were a lot better than a 5-7 and seven team? Oh, no question. I mean, we, we thought they were one of the top teams. And, and uh, they certainly played like it. Like I said, they just had some un, you know, ill will and unfortunate situations happen to them. And, you know, we watched that BYU game because certainly we played BYU and that was a big game we looked at. And, I mean, they should have won that game. So, uh you know, even though their their record wasn't as as Husker fans thinks it should have been, and, and we all expect higher of, of Nebraska, um, they're going to be a much better program, no question. Yeah, how much did they change? Because you had the unique identity. You scouted them all year because of the BYU game and then obviously the bowl game. You really watched all of their games. Uh, from your perspective, did they get a lot better the last couple games of the season? I, I, you know, what I observed was as the season went on, I saw their team evolve into more of a Mike Riley-style team. And that was, again, heavier personnel groups, play-action pass, three-step game. And what the addition is what they did is what Nebraska did before is, is the quarterback running. And they kind of put all those three things together in playing us. And certainly, as everyone saw, gave us issues in the second half. And in some ways, I think he evolved a little bit more. I mean, he's so pro-style. His quarterbacks at Oregon State weren't running quarterbacks. But I think they had to figure out a way to use Armstrong properly. Yeah, I mean, and that's what all good coaching staffs do is, is you have to play the hand that you're dealt. And you have to understand your talent level. And you have to be able to adjust 
your offense, defense, and special teams schematically to what you have. Um, and it takes time to really understand what type of talent you have. You know, people don't realize when, and I've been on a first half, like you talked about many times at UCLA, but other places I've been, um, and even my experience at Nebraska is when you, you don't, you didn't recruit these kids. So you really don't understand not only their strengths, but you don't know what their weaknesses are. And the only way to figure it out is when the bullets are flying. And so that's when game experience really tells you what you have. And uh, that's kind of the process that I've been through many times as a coach at different programs. And, and I know Nebraska was going through that last year. As we wrap things up here with Angus McClure on the Husker Online Show, uh, you know, Coach, looking at your team now, uh, what, what, do you, what do you like about what the Bruins return? I mean, you look at the Pac-12, obviously McCaffrey's back for Stanford, but uh, the, the league itself seems extremely wide open um, in both divisions right now. It is. And... The North has taken the Pac-12 almost every year, um, and it's extremely talented conference, competitive conference. Uh, I'm excited about our team. Uh, Josh Rosen, you know, was named Freshman Player of the Year nationally, uh, so we are happy. Josh is still our quarterback. By, I mean, obviously, um, we have a good core group of young receivers coming back. Um, defensively, we're, it's going to be the most depth I've had on our defensive line. Uh, we run really deep, and we run deep in our secondary. Uh, so I'm excited to see those guys and, and get going here in, in August. But um, it's, it's going to be a great year. Uh, we have a huge test against Texas A&M in College Station, our first game. So that's going to be a big one. You know, and, and one thing uh, the Big Ten's going to do that you guys have done for years now, they're going to nine conference games. And I don't think Big Ten fans know what that's going to do to the records. I think that affects the Pac-12 records of teams where a lot of one-loss teams or two-loss teams because of that nine conference games with the addition of the conference championship game. Well, anybody can beat anybody in our conference, There's, and that's been proven. But when you have nine conference games, that's a big difference. I mean, that's a difference for getting into bowl games, postseason, that type of stuff. And, I mean, that's why you're in a conference. You Which is why the SEC is trying to stay at eight as long as they can. Well, yeah, when you're playing a bunch of directional schools uh, in, November. in November and getting your legs back and, and letting your starters rest in the second half, uh, that's a huge benefit for guys. Uh, no question, especially going into November, December. You know, when you're playing a conference opponent in November, wherever the case may be, it seems like we're always up in the Pacific Northwest when it's raining or snowing. Um, it's a difference. It, but those games are huge, and that's why you're in a conference. Well, Coach, it was great to catch up with you. And uh, Nate and I, by the way, we speak at Holy Ghost in Omaha. The ghost. I love the ghost. And you are legendary in Holy Ghost. So if when you I want to the Holy Ghost, I like to bring my uh, the bagpipes. My yeah, personal bagpiper. Well, they, uh, they wanted me to tell you hi if I ever got a chance to run into you. But it was great to see you out here in Los Angeles. And hopefully we'll see you maybe back in July in Lincoln. Great seeing you, Sean, and uh, have a great summer. All right, more from Los Angeles. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. This is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Final segment here of the show as we've had a full edition dedicated to Nebraska's satellite camp in Calabasas as the Huskers uh, actually moved to camp, but um, it was put on with Calabasas High School and the whole entire Husker Online crew was there. Robin Washett, Greg Peterson, and Nate Klaus, who joins me again here on the Husker Online Show. And Nate, a, a lot of recruiting news also came out of the event uh, as we were out in California, uh, particularly with just some visits and uh, 
you know, potential announcements on when guys are going to commit. What were some of the biggest things you learned over the weekend out in Los Angeles? Well, maybe the biggest de- development that, that came out of the weekend was probably, uh, you know, top rivals 250 athlete Nathan Tilford, who's actually committed to Arizona right now, but uh, is heavily interested in Nebraska. He came out to the, the satellite camp and worked out with Reggie Davis. Uh, Nebraska has offered him, and, and he let us know that he's going to be visiting uh, Lincoln on June 24th with his family. They're going to be going to that Big Red weekend, and uh, that he's very much open to, to learning more about Nebraska, and, and I think that that's a pretty good sign for the Huskers when you have an entire family coming out to, to check things out on their own dime and uh, they're wanting to, to see and learn more about Lincoln, learn more about the coaching staff, and, and be around everyone for an entire weekend. So that's a pretty big development, especially when you look at uh, the running backs that Nebraska is really in on right now and, and who all has visited campus. This will by far be the, the most highly touted running back, and, and really I think it might be the first running back that's been on campus uh, that Nebraska has legitimate interest in. So uh, I'm interested to see what takes place there. Obviously, uh, Rivals 100 wide receiver, Tyjon Lindsay said that he's going to be announcing his decision on August 22nd. Uh, he announced that shortly thereafter uh, the, the satellite camp on Sunday. Uh, Bookie Radley Hiles is going to be coming in for that Oregon game, uh, along with a lot of other guys who are going to be taking their official visits that weekend. I think there's that list is growing. It, it's up to 10 to 12 kids that are coming in official visitor-wise that weekend. So uh, a number of a number of kids that, that were at the Calabasas satellite camp are all coming in for that Oregon weekend. And it's going to be a monster weekend. How you look at Nathan Tilford, a four-star corner out of Ontario, California, currently a commit to Arizona, but in the Rivals 250, ranked 108 overall in the nation. How big of a surprise was it that he announced he's coming out for the Big Red Weekend on June 24th? Well, that was a huge surprise. I, I think a lot of people had kind of written uh, Nathan Tilford off and, and you know thought that he was completely solid with his Arizona commitment and that uh, he really wasn't taking a, a long, hard look at Nebraska, but. Um, you know, he's a, he's a two-way player out there at Ontario, um, California Colony High School. And, and uh, you know, some teams have recruited him as a linebacker. And that's actually what I thought he was when he first strolled up. I was like, man, that, that's a great-looking linebacker right there. And then I realized that it was Nathan Tilford. And, and the Huskers like those big running backs. And, and that's, what, uh, that's what he wants to play in college. And I think he, he feels like uh, Nebraska's offense uh, and their, their history with running backs is something that really intrigues him. So uh, he's building that relationship with the staff and and as I mentioned I, I think that's it speaks volumes that a kid's gonna uh, even though he's committed he, he's coming out on his own dime with the entire family to, to spend an entire weekend in Lincoln and, and around this coaching staff. Sean Callahan and Nate Klaus as, as we wrap things up here um, in this special edition of the Husker Online Show featuring the satellite camps. Now, Nate, uh, you and I will be in Atlanta this weekend as well for the Rivals Five-Star Challenge. Uh, players will arrive in Atlanta Friday. They take part in an all-expense-paid weekend uh, highlighted by a, a day of workouts in the Georgia Dome on Saturday. Then on Sunday, uh, the Rivals National Underclassmen Challenge will take place as well in the Georgia Dome. Give Husker fans and uh, our listeners an idea of what you'll be watching and some of the guys that will be in Atlanta this weekend. It's going to be a really busy weekend because uh, this is, I mean, when you look at this five-star challenge roster, it's got as many 
Nebraska targets and commits as you've as we've ever seen on it. Um, legitimate targets, the kids that have already visited Nebraska or kids who are talking about visiting Nebraska. Um, you know, the first kid you, you talk about is linebacker Avery Roberts, who just made a huge leap in the Rivals 100. He went from being outside the 250 to being uh, number 77 overall in the country, one of the one of the top linebacker. Um, you know prospects in the entire nation now so I, I think this is a great opportunity for him to go out after winning the the linebacker MVP at the New Jersey Rivals camp to go out and improve himself solidify that uh, that ranking there in the top 100 uh, two kids who are at the Calabasas camp that are then uh, returning to uh, to Atlanta to participate in the five-star challenge are Ty John Lindsay Jameer Calvin and, and both those guys I'm really excited to see them in person again because they were virtually uncoverable at, at this at the Calabasas camp and uh, they're so explosive. I mean, these guys are game breakers. So uh, excited to see them. Um, Diamador Lenore out of out of California, the four-star cornerback, was going to be at the five-star challenge. Um, Raheem Johnson, who just became a four-star linebacker, will also be at the five-star challenge. And both those guys visited for the spring game are very high on the Huskers. Going to be coming in for that Oregon game, uh, and then maybe some some more local, you know, 500-mile radius talent. Uh, you got to talk about uh, Trevor Trout. Um, Michael Thompson, two 2018 uh, defensive tackles out of the St. Louis area that are going to be participating in the five-star challenge. Um, you know, and then as far as the underclassmen challenge goes, I think a guy like Cameron Babb is, is going to make a huge splash down there um, and, and really solidify himself as one of the top overall wide receiver and really one of the top overall athletes in the country. Uh, I think he could play on both sides of the ball, but Huskers are recruiting him as a wide receiver. He went out and showed very well at the Kansas City Rivals camp. Uh, and is a guy who I think is going to make uh, make some noise down there. So um, in, overall, I think there's probably close to 30 guys or so uh, between the two, between the five-star challenge and the underclassmen challenge that are going to be, uh, be out there competing and that Nebraska has a legitimate shot at. Well, and to put it in perspective, Nate, you know, you went down the very first year of this with me in Atlanta, and that's the last time you've been down because there haven't been enough guys for me to pay for you to go down to Atlanta <laughs> Um, so this is definitely, I think it puts into perspective, Nebraska has up their profile, I think, with a lot of kids that we just haven't seen the last three or four years. Yeah, they're bringing the heat on the recruiting trail, and they're going after highly touted guys. They're going after some of the top players in the nation, and I think this is this is direct evidence of the effort that they've put forth on the recruiting trail. They, they're not messing around, and uh, and this is where Nebraska needs to be. I think a lot of people are saying, "Boy, what is, what's the staff doing? That you know, what has changed?" And and I don't know that that it's necessarily um, you know that. You know, I don't know that it's that big of a deal. It, it, this is where Nebraska should be. Uh, it's just they weren't there over the last you know seven or eight years. And I remember you would give me a list when I'd be down there. There's some guys to check on, and and these kids had really no interest in Nebraska, and they, and they would just be polite. And I'm like, hey, just tell me <laughs> you're not interested in Nebraska. We're just doing a checkup because I know Nebraska offered you, and uh, legitimately there there were kids down there that had offers, and Nebraska wasn't even in the conversation with them and I think this year as you mentioned I mean it's just a whole different deal yeah it's a completely different deal and the crazy thing is is 
the majority of these kids have already been on campus, which is huge for Nebraska. And I think that's something that Mike Riley talked about at the signing day press conference is that we have to get kids on campus early. We have to identify and offer kids early, build those relationships and get them on campus. And that's exactly what they've done. And they're going against the big dogs with a lot of these players. They're going against the Ohio States, the Alabamas, the USC's, the Miami's, the Michigan's of the world. And that's right where you want to see Nebraska at. Well, it should be a, a fun time, Nate, as we'll be in Atlanta. Uh, Greg Peterson will be there as we'll have complete coverage. Uh, still some more coverage to come throughout California, but uh, Friday Night Light Camps begin this week. On Friday, Brian Munson will be in town helping us out covering the camp uh, with Robin Washett. Then both Nate and I and Greg and our whole team will be at the camps the following two Fridays on the 17th and the 24th. Nebraska has a big man camp, a skills camp as well. Um, so it will be wall-to-wall recruiting camp coverage. And I promise you, you will not get coverage like what we will provide on Husker Online over this month of June anywhere else as we commit the most people, resources to covering Husker recruiting. And this is a time of year where our staff really shines. So I'm looking forward to this month as we have a great opportunity to bring you some exclusive recruiting coverage as uh, next week we'll have more from Atlanta as the five-star challenge will wrap up. Thanks again for joining us this week on HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. 